sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Jesus tells us that we are to love the Lord our God with all our soul, with all our strength, with all our heart, and with all of our mind. But what does it mean to love God with all of our mind? How can we do that? What are some habits that might allow us to grow ever more deeply in loving God with all, with all of our mind? That's what we're going to about, talk about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into today's topic, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode or if you have ideas for future episodes, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email. The address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. Renee, uh, Renee Kranz is in the studio again. Hi, Renee. Yeah. Hey, Chris. This is the mystery <laughs> episode, Renee. Yeah, uh, Chris didn't tell me what we were going I to was, talk about. I did not So tell I didn't know you. until right now. Until right now. So does it sound <laughs> familiar to you at all? I feel like we did this episode already. So we, this is... That's what, oh, I'm glad you said that because I'm like... Dude, this sounds familiar. <laughs> um, we've talked about uh, something around this, but but some of the things I want to share uh, on this episode um, are things that I shared at the Through God's Love Conference oh, okay. way back at the end of last month. Okay, like two weeks ago. Uh, like four weeks week ago, ago, as people are listening to this right now. Oh, sure, it's the magic yeah. of radio. But Sorry. thanks for breaking the illusion. <laughs> that was broken a long uh, time ago. Wow, that's true. Um uh, no, got, no got, sound got, effects got, yet. No, it's no. still it's we're only early. a minute and a half Less in. Come on. <laughs> so, um, some of the things that I talked about at the Through God's Love Conference at the Convention Center, which was all about what, by the way, Renee, our vision for the diocese, the, 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 the Lord's vision the Lord's for the vision. diocese. Yes. Um, and one of the things that that in in our breakouts, we wanted people to think about to grow as a, a missionary disciple lifelong Catholic missionary disciple through God's love um, is to be attentive to the different areas of what it means to be formed as mm-hmm. a disciple mm-hmm. uh, in prayer life, uh, my ability to relate, relate to others, my ability to lead others to the Lord, uh, but also then my knowledge about God, right. uh, which was one way to describe what intellectual formation is all about. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about intellectual formation today, but uh, for the, the the breakout, I identified uh, four key habits that I think okay. are important for people if they want to grow in their um, their knowledge of God. But to begin with, Renee, so and, and we have talked about this before, but I, th- I think it's always good to just sort of reset and remember um, why. W- w- what does it mean to love God with all of your mind? What does it mean to love somebody well, with all of your mind? In the words of Dr. Chris Bergwald, you cannot love what you don't know. Okay. I think those are someone else's words. <laughs> well, I'm that, sure that, they are, but I use them a lot. He they're uses them a lot. I do use them a lot. But they're they're totally true because if you don't know, well, if you don't know about God at all, it's very difficult to love him. Although there's probably something stirring somewhere that's right. like, hey, yep. someone's yep. out there that you're supposed right. to know about. Um, but the more you know about God, about Jesus, about his plan for your life, about the church, um, about our faith, the deeper you can grow in your relationship with him. So I, I think it's, I'm going to get a, ooh, yay. Well, of course you're, I'm not going to give you a, eh. 
But even if it was wrong, I wasn't going to get an A for that. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, you you can't love what or who you don't know, and you can't grow in love right. without growing in knowledge about. Right. Uh, yeah, I've, 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 I oftentimes use the example of marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, the three of us, you mean Bill? We're all um, we've got all got our spouses. Uh, when I was getting to know Jermaine, I started to fall in love with her. Mm-hmm. Um, the more I fell in love with her, the more I want to know about her. So my growth in knowledge of anybody enlarges my capacity to love them. So it apparently took Ryan a long time to either get to know me or love me. <laughs> <laughs> You guys will have to work that out on your own. This is not Brian that kind of this is not, this is not that kind of a show. Okay. This is not that kind it's of not a, a marriage that's counseling a, that's show. Dr. Laura, I okay. think, is who you're looking for. <laughs> or Dr. Phil, maybe. Um, yeah. So, so the more that I know about God in this mm-hmm. case, the more I'm able to love Him. But I think also too, the more I'm able to experience His love for me. Yeah. So it's a commonplace example in the spiritual life. So you put your mug up here, Renee. So we have two coffee, they're, and they're not completely dissimilar. They're they're close, to, but they're not the same size. My, mine is a little bit bigger than yours, right? So God um, always gives Himself to me and to you, to each of us, super abundantly, mm-hmm. right? So He fills me more than completely. He fills me to overflowing, right? But by, so he fills me completely, but I have the ability, so a cup can't do this, but you and I have the ability to enlarge our capacity to receive his love. Yeah. Uh, So I am able by, in this, what we're talking about, there's all sorts of ways to do this, prayer and other ways, but by me learning more about God, I am growing my capacity to receive him. He fills mm. me to, to super, he fills me to overflowing. He fills me super abundantly both ways. If we had a teeny tiny thimble here, um, it holds a lot less than our two coffee mugs, right. but he still fills it to overflowing. Right. The difference though, of course, is the larger the vessel, the more we can receive, but then the more can spill out right. as well. Right. Yeah. So by me concretely studying my faith, in, in whatever way, and again, we'll talk about some key habits. By me studying my faith, I am able to enlarge my capacity to know and receive God's, know God, love him, and receive his mm-hmm. love. So that, that's one of the really important points for me about why would you study the faith? It's not just to be smarter. Right. It's not simply to have more head knowledge. It's, it's, a, it's learning about somebody so that I'm able to love him more. I'm able to experience his love more, but then I'm also to, able to more effectively bring others to him. Yeah, and that's the missionary discipleship. That's the missionary discipleship. Because we can talk about missionary discipleship all day and, and explain to people, well, this is how you do it. You go talk to people, you do this. But if you don't know your faith, it's you're going to be, a, you're not going to be the exactly. best exactly. missionary. You can be a better missionary disciple the more you know. Right. The more you know. Right. So if I said, listen, You've got to meet, if I were talking to you and you didn't know this person, you've got to meet Bill Seeley. He's, well, tell me about him. Well, he's originally from Montana. Um, he moved here from Polynesia when he was a boy. Uh, he's about five foot four, really broad shouldered. Um, <laughs> four, wow. And you know, even though he's from Polynesia, he's bl- blonde haired. Oh, he sounds, and, 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 and he speaks all sorts of languages and um, he loves the Vikings. And then I'm you- out. 
And then you meet <laughs> Bill Seeley and you see that almost all of those things are not true. What are you going to conclude? That you don't know that anything I don't about know Bill, Bill Seeley. <laughs> because everything I told you is not the right. Everything I told you is yep. wrong. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> So if if I'm going to or 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 that's a, maybe a silly example, maybe a bit less silly, more realistic. Um, say I'm able to describe some things about Bill accurately, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but if my goal is to get you to meet Bill and become friends with Bill yourself, mm-hmm. uh, it's I think it's important that I do know the truth about him and then not, not paint a false picture right. is the bottom line. Right. Okay? So I, I, it's important for not only my own discipleship, but also for my missionary discipleship that I know something about God yes. that, and that it be accurate yes. and not just yeah. an illusion. Well, and even, I mean, I've found this helpful. Uh, hopefully I'm not jumping ahead or anything, but to at Mass, the more I know about and understand the mass, the more I yeah. can get out of it. Yep. So, so yeah. So it's not just about knowing God and knowing about God. It's all, it's all, it's first, but it's also knowing about the things he's given, the mm-hmm. teachings he's given us, the things like the liturgy, the sacraments, the sacraments yeah. et cetera. So both the, the teachings, but also the practices mm-hmm. that he has given to us, uh, practices in the sense. Yeah. I think it's important for us. And we see that too. You and I have joked, talked a lot about, um, the sports analogy, like not getting certain cricket. I think I used cricket not too long ago as an example. I have no idea what's going on in cricket and therefore I find it boring. Yeah. Like it looks like it it might be exciting, but when you don't know what's going Mm -hmm. on, um, a lot of people like, uh, get super excited about soccer. Right. I don't really understand. I know the basics, but right. not the. Inter- I don't know the intricacies of soccer well enough to get as excited mm-hmm. about really diehard soccer yep. fans. Same thing with football. Right. People who don't know anything about football are like, "Why are you so interested in watching this? Right. And why do you care so much?" <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that's kind of the why. Um, I, I want to th- focus though on four key habits for okay. cultivating. Um, knowledge about God. The first one is to beg God for certain things around this. One is begging God for uh, the desire to learn more about him. Yes. Yeah. So I think in all sorts of ways in life of discipleship, uh, I know I should do something and part of me wants to, but there's another part of me that just, but I don't have time or I really am not in, I'm not that interested. Yeah. I'm a little like the, this guy's talking the radio. Okay. Maybe a little bit, but there's a big part of me that's like, oh. so right now. So if, 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 if somebody, if you're listening to this right now, um, just take a moment. I'm not going to give you time because that's bad radio, <laughs> uh, but maybe pause it or let, when you're done, ask God to, to nurture your desire to learn more about him. That is a fantastic point because a lot of people don't yeah. learn more because maybe they aren't read or big readers. Yeah. Maybe they, they feel like they don't have the time, whatever yep. it is. That's huge. Yeah. So, 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 and God will answer that prayer. Yeah. Maybe not instantaneously. Maybe he'll want you to persist. He oftentimes does that. <laughs> he wants us to keep asking. You must ask me 100 times. <laughs> right, right. Not quite the robotic. I don't know. I don't know why God sounds like a robot right there. there. Um <laughs> But, Sorry, but, but beg him for the desire <laughs> yeah. to learn more about him in yeah. whatever way. And we'll get to the other ways. Second and third together, beg him. This is still part of the begging. Beg him for the gifts of knowledge and understanding. 
Those are gifts of the spirit that he wants to give us, knowledge and understanding. And they can apply to all sorts of things around life, but here we're talking specifically about him. Right. Ask him for these gifts. Here's the thing. God, we, would, we wouldn't be able to know, learn more about God unless he had already revealed himself to us. Right. So he's already, in a sense, opened himself up to us. He's opened the door. It doesn't mean we can knock on the door till the cows come home, um, but he's opened the door. He's given us the possibility of learning more about him so we can know him in a more personal way. Mm-hmm. Um, the door's open. He wants us to come in just to have confidence that he's going to give you the gifts of knowledge and understanding. Right. The last thing I want to say about this, though, is um, I said to beg for the, these gifts, the desire, the knowledge, and understanding. I didn't say to ask for them. Okay. I didn't say to pray for them. I said to beg him for them. What's the difference, Renee? Just like or the, the sense of the words, you're a wordsmith by definition. Um, what's the difference between to you the feeling of begging or asking and asking? Um, I would say begging has an urgency and a like an undertone of I know I can't do it by myself, or I can't do it without help, or something like that. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely, I'm not going to ding, ding, you get the, you get, you get get the, the correct too. Too. All right. Yeah. So I can ask you to do something for me that I could do on my own. Right. I could. But begging, yeah, to me does have the connotation of, I can't do this or yeah. get this thing by myself. You've got it. I want it. I can't get right. it by myself. Almost like you need to be rescued. Yes. From yourself. Like you're yeah. drowning and you're begging for help. Yep. To me, that's a more of yep. the connotation of begging. Yep. So my invitation to you, Renee, but especially to our mm-hmm. listeners, is to beg God for these gifts of an increase in desire, an increase in knowledge, and an increase in understanding. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we'll uh, get on to the second key habit in just a moment. But if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Ignition. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, visiting with today with Renee Kranz about for key... Four key habits for growing in love of God with all of our mind. So we beg God for an increase in desire to know him and Mm -hmm. know more about him. Um, We beg him for the gifts of knowledge. We beg him for the gifts of understanding. Mm -hmm. Secondly, follow Mary's example. Ooh, yeah. So... Once upon a time, in the back were, uh, back wide, the back waters <laughs> village <laughs> of Nazareth in Galilee, which is the backwoods, that's the word I was mm-hmm. looking for, the backwoods of the Holy Land, which is itself the backwoods, as far as the Romans were concerned, of the vast and great Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. There was a young maiden named Mary, and the Archangel Gabriel comes to Mary and tells well he he he, re, he relays to her basically an invitation from god himself god has a plan uh and he invites mary to have a key role the plan of course is he's going to send his son um who will be the messiah and oh also god um and he would like mary to be his the mother of his son uh, in his humanity. What's Mary's response? What's the first thing that Mary says? How can this be? She asks a question. Mm-hmm. 
One way, among a couple others that I'll get to, one way to follow Mary's example is to ask the Lord questions. When you are wondering about something, when you don't understand something, and and here, do careful. Basically, this comes down to my favorite question, Renee, which is... Why? Why? (laughs) Why? Why do we believe what we believe? Why do we do what we do? Mm -hmm. So Mary asked Gabriel... Now, I want to point out here... Um, earlier in Luke's gospel, Zechariah is approached by Gabriel mm-hmm. and told that he's going to be the father of the forerunner of the Messiah. Zechariah also asks a question. What happens to Zechariah after he asks he his is, question? He uh, made mute. He's struck dumb and deaf. Right. Uh, deaf? He was. That's okay. a biblical nuance that maybe we'll get to biblical bites. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. This advent. We'll see. Great. Um, <laughs> he's struck dumb and deaf. What's the difference between Zechariah and Mary? They both ask questions. Zechariah gets a big old slap on the on the hand. Mary gets praised. Uh, my guess is Zechariah's comes from doubt, and Mary's does not. Comes from a place of service. Indeed, yeah, trust. Trust. Mary's Mary Zechariah is basically saying he's questioning whether this can really happen or not. Mm-hmm. Mary is asking, how will this happen? Right. Not whether or not, but how are, how are you going to accomplish this? Right. She asks a question from trust, but she asks a question. So ask questions. Ask questions. Be not afraid of asking, why do we believe what we believe? Why do we do what we do? Mm-hmm. There are answers to those questions. I've talked about that a lot yeah. on, episode, yeah. on Ignition before. But also follow, Mary, follow Mary's example in another way. So fast forward after Gabriel's um, visitation, the Annunciation. Nine months, Jesus is born, the shepherds come, they leave, and Luke tells us what Mary did after everybody goes home. She kept and pondered these things in her heart. Mm-hmm. Keep and ponder these things in your heart. Similarly, 12 years later, Mary and Jesus lose the Messiah. Uh, they, Mary and Joseph, rather, lose the Messiah. They find him in the temple. Um, Son, where have you been? We've been looking for you. But they go back, and and Luke tells us again that Mary kept these things in her heart. Mm-hmm. She pondered these things in her heart. When we're growing in knowledge of our faith, of God and what he's revealed to us, ponder them. Don't rush through. Right. Don't skim the surface. Ponder them. I'm going to come back to this uh, uh, in in the fourth point. What's the definition oh, actually, of ponder? Actually, the third point, too. What? What's the definition of ponder? I don't know. I don't either, and I don't have my phone or my dictionary. So, so. I, I, in other words, ruminate. Okay. Uh, consider. Yeah. So this is gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go into the the third habit here. But follow Mary's example of asking questions. Um, pondering she wondered at things mm-hmm. she was in awe of things mm-hmm. all versions of this my third key habit is the what i call the what i've started calling the three c's consume content contemplatively mm. whether you're reading if you're a reader whether you love listening to podcasts or watching uh videos whether it be a, a show or a podcast whatever Video, audio, print, whether you go to events, conferences, retreats, whatever, 
all that's all content, but consume that content contemplatively. Rest in it, immerse yourself in it, soak in it, wallow in it. <laughs> when you're wallow, that wallow. seems like a that seems like a sad thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like it's, wallowing in grief. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm thinking more of like the pig in the mud. Oh, okay. Okay. Who's, who's like just roll around in yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> do the roll dance. <laughs> Phil's going to point the camera at me when I do that. Don't, don't yeah, do it. We're going to keep that clip, I think, to use against you. I'm sure. Um, don't rush through. Now, listen, if you're if you're taking a class or whatever, you're part of a group Bible study, there's, yeah, you have to like read it. But if you're doing something your own or to the degree that you're able, don't rush through content, whether you're reading, listening, watching, experiencing mm-hmm. it when it comes to our faith. Again, Mary's example, you want to foster this habit of contemplation where you're considering this thing that you're learning, where you're, again, ruminating on it. Um, you're you're soaking in it. You're looking at it from all sorts of different perspectives. You know, I am not an art aficionado, but the, the image that just popped in my head is those people who at least act like they know a lot about art. You know, you, you, you go to the art the, they stand the museum. stand in front of it and they tilt and their usually, head. And usually, yeah, they're, t- they're tilted. <laughs> they're sort of, they're... they're the thinker pose? The th- yeah, they're, they're thinking. They're looking at this. And, and then they walk, maybe it's a statue and they're walking around it and they get the 360-year view. Some of them, at least, are actually... They're, they're experiencing something different uh, from those different views. They're, they're soaking, they're, they're staring at, they're, they're gazing at it. Um, I'm going to ask you the difference between staring and gazing in a minute. But they're gazing at this painting um, and they're seeing something more. They're, oh, that's, they're, they're not like me. Oh my gosh. Like I can do okay for the first half hour maybe hour but but more than an hour walking through oh, oh that's not oh, oh that's beautiful oh yeah you know we're, it's time for karma rolls exactly <laughs> exactly you know going because because my capacity to experience and appreciate art is still still small. thimble but it's small yeah. yeah um that much more so with our god and his teachings ponder um mull things over contemplate what you're teaching what's the difference between gazing and staring well i would think that staring you're maybe just looking at something without thinking about it and gazing maybe there's some sort of trying to figure it out i don't know no trying to figure i i I think (laughs) okay imagine for a minute i'm your husband (sighs) What's the difference between you staring at Ryan and you get you gazing at Ryan? Staring at me, he's going to be like, "What? Hey, right? <laughs> Why are right. you looking at me like that?" <laughs> What's the difference? Uh, I don't. Some think, sort of love or appreciation. So I think, even though I, eyes, even though I said maybe. you can gaze at a painting, I don't know if you really can, or I don't think you can. That gazing is something you do with someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do it with like, you know, beautiful stuff, gazing at the sunset yeah. or the sunrise. But I think it's truest, especially you gaze most fully when it's someone. Mm-hmm. Staring at to me is just, I'm like, there, where there's sort of a, there's a, almost a give and take in a gaze. Right. Staring is just like, 
I'm communicating something to you right now, or, or I'm just trying to figure, but it's not an interpersonal trying communication. Trying to figure out what is on your yeah, face right try, now. Right, right, right. <laughs> Gaze at God when you're, or realize as you're, whether it's a Bible study or the catechism or a Scott Hahn book or a Mary Healy Bible study, when you're consuming content, you're gazing at the face of God. Mm. Do that contemplatively. Okay. Where you're taking it all in, you're not in a rush. So often, what I do, I'm my favorite example the, to the, the contrary example those those bugs that skim over the surface of the water. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. don't be that bug. <laughs> Follow Jesus's words to Saint Peter in Luke chapter five and put out into the deep. Go into the deep. He's inviting us d- into the deeper end of the pool. Mm-hmm. He's inviting, don't, don't be satisfied. And then this comes, is going to get into the next point here. So let's try and, so consume content creative, okay. uh, contemplatively, contemplatively. Finally, come up with your plan and work it. So this begins of actually ask, Lord, how do you want me to grow in knowledge about you? Ask God. Ask him, goes back to the first one, beg him. So have a plan though, whatever, at some regular basis. I'd say no more, no less often than monthly, Mm -hmm. maybe weekly, maybe even daily for you. Be in the habit of consuming content contemplatively Mm -hmm. um, to help you grow in your knowledge of the faith. So have a plan uh, that comes from the Lord and work your plan. But, But don't settle, don't become complacent. Always be growing. So again, the idea of a pool, um, maybe you've been, maybe you're just starting off. So you're like ankle deep. Mm-hmm. Well, m- move towards. Right. Don't uh, just stand in the ankle just stand deep. Forever. Forever. Yeah. Go, go up to the knee, go up to your thigh, go up to your chest, go up to your neck. Mm-hmm. This is where we start to stall. This mm-hmm. is where many of us end up doing um, a Bible study or reading a book 17 times. Because or you get a third of the way through and never finish it. Yeah, because I'm up to my, I, I, I'm, I'm up to my neck with it. But we're at a certain level where, and, and, and to go beyond requires, to be honest, um, letting go mm-hmm. and to some degree of trust because the Lord's beckoning you. Yeah. He's inviting you. Trust me, push off. Yeah. I'm here. I'm with you. I want to take you deeper. Yeah. And the letting go could be letting go of fear of growing closer yep. that, yep. or it could be letting go of a material thing that's yep. keeping you from spending the time doing yep. it. I can think of myself on that Sure, for very easily. So this is go back, going back to the begging God. So Lord, help me to trust you. Take away whatever's blocking mm-hmm. me from drawing closer to you. Um, but be intentional. So d- take baby steps. Um, be patient with yourself, but also be intentional about moving ahead. Right, right. So beg God, follow Mary's example, consume content contemplati- contemplatively, and create your plan and work it. Renee, we got half a minute left. Any thoughts about any of those, how you might live those out? No, I think these are all great. I really like the beg God for the desire to learn more. I think that that is like, like super, super key for lots of people. I think yep. a lot of people think they can't do yep. it or don't want to or whatever. Exactly. You might not want to. Right. <laughs> but if a part but, of you does, you, yes. Pray that prayer. Yes. Yeah. Great. For sure. 
Awesome. Yeah. So love the Lord with all of your mind Mm -hmm. and you will grow in your experience of his love for you. Yes. Amen. I like it. Amen. All right. That will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, you can email us ignition at sfcatholic.org with any thoughts, questions, or ideas for future episodes. And until next time, may God bless you.